This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Into the final stages with our panel and topics worthy of discussion. We'll update the news at the top of the hour. One story that's making the rounds uh, this hour is that some Toronto police officers uh, might have been misbehaving. There's a, a video that's been posted on an Instagram account and from last night appears to show two officers driving three women to a nightclub, playing music videos on their in-cruiser computer, and posing for pictures with at least one of the women who's in handcuffs. So, the plot thickens. Uh, Toronto police are not uh, really suggesting much, although they're saying it's been referred to professional standards for a review of possible misconduct. You think, you think so? Well, I'm just <laughs> guessing aloud. <laughs> but here's the question, see, and, and this is where, if it's boys behaving badly, uh, it fits in nicely with a campaign that Gillette has launched. It has to do with toxic masculinity. It's a 90-second ad. And uh, what they're doing here, it's titled, We Believe, encourages men to change their behavior and uh, wrapping itself around the Me Too movement in order to directly confront America's culture of toxic masculinity. As I say, it's 90 seconds. Here's just a sampling. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. What I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. And there will be no going back. All right, as I say, just a a sample of a 90-minute, a 90-second, rather, (laughs) uh, clip. Uh, It may feel like 90 minutes. Kristen, let me ask you, as the only woman on the panel, I mean, uh, do you think that there's uh, something to recommend this kind of approach to men and trying to move a product that men use? Uh, Do you see this as being an encouraging thing, or do you think that there might be more downside and it might put some men off? Um, I had one of my friends on Facebook say that it made her cry. Really? So I, I don't, I haven't seen the full ad. I don't know. I don't know if it would make me cry. Um, I don't know because if it's... Because it connected with her? I, I guess. I guess. Um, but uh, I think, I don't know that a, a razor company is that effective at changing culture. Uh, maybe it is. We'll see. But uh, I, I don't know that this will be that effective. All right. Is there a place, though, Mike? I mean, you're a strategist of sorts. Sure. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> to uh, take this approach, this tack, to trying to reach men and, to Kristen's words, uh, change culture. Sure. Uh, look, I haven't I haven't seen the spot. I, I just listened to the, to the clip that you provided. You know, we've seen beauty companies like Dove, uh, you know, try to start conversations about uh, women's body image and these and these different things. So I believe I believe uh, companies can try to positively contribute to a conversation. Um, I think, uh, you know, I get worried when we start, you know, we saw the American Psychological Association, I believe it was, come out last week and sort of pillory, you know, every sort of 
male trait that might might exist or or suggesting that even venturism and risk taking are, are, are somehow uh, you know not not traits that should be encouraged anymore and, and it gets lost I'm all for the me too movement and the conversation we're having and really thinking about how uh, how men uh, behave in the workplace and society um, but I think we really have to find a way to get at bad male traits and not just male traits and 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 that's one of the line that sort of gets trampled sometimes in some of this virtue signaling we see around these topics. You know, and I would agree with you because uh, this is it. Just suggesting toxic masculinity, it becomes conflated with masculinity in general terms. It's kind of like white privilege. Again, it's sort of ambiguous, but it just, it's a pejorative to white, you know, white folk are the pejorative in all of this. Tom Parkinson, do you see a risk here that A, it could be misinterpreted or uh, it might just have the reverse impact? A lot of men will get resistant to this. I don't know. It's uh, being preached to. That's the point. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point. I, I don't know. It's it's funny because it's being foot forward by a, as a product. Right. Right? This is what's unusual about this. This is not a politician or somebody from an activist organization. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the American uh, Psychiatric Association or anybody talking about... Well, it's fraught with downside, too. They're taking a risk here. Yeah, so that's sort of interesting that they're willing to do that, and that, I think, probably speaks quite a bit right there that, that, um, you know, that that you can go out and do an ad and associate your brand with this discussion uh, for men. It's obviously a product for men, um, and it could, and they think it's going to be a positive. So, I, but I, on the other hand, you know, I, you know, so that's interesting. I got to say, though, um, if, when, if you're trying to still all these issues down to selling razors, that also just kind of strikes me as a little bit, you know, uh, flattening. Flattening? Flattening it's to Disingenuous. They're using this uh, legitimate concern, perhaps, yep. to uh, you ever, leverage. <laughs> have you ever, you ever been in a boardroom with somebody from a PR company? I'm, I'm sure you guys have. Uh, when a PR company is making their pitch, you know, sometimes they don't believe what they really want you to. I mean, they mm. they, they really got a great idea, right? Uh, but it's very it can be kind of mercenary, tough, tough, and, tough. And, and, and so. Uh, so they ran this past a focus group in Peoria and said, well, "This is go- this is a winner." Which I think is the interesting part that that it would come back that way. But that we we see brands try this all the time, right? So it's sort sort of build, building a, a brand, an idea around a brand, mm-hmm. and they they're making a choice not to talk about the the fact that the five braids blades on their razor those will, things are will, great, will, eh? will shave uh, <laughs> you closer than anything ever before, uh, and they've decided to attach themselves to an idea that they think uh, there's a conversation uh, going on in society, and they hope there's some brand. And Halo around that. So it's interesting not talking about uh, f- product features, but talking about uh, an idea, an idea. A- and and seeing where that gets them. I, I don't mind the idea of companies trying to contribute to the conversation. I think we all sort of grade this stuff on the scale as to you know how sincere it might be and what's the purpose of it. Um, in general, there's a conversation taking place around toxic masculinity that I think can sometimes be overreaching, though the basis of why we're having that today is important. All right. Hey, that's a pretty good way of rounding out the panel this afternoon. Mike Van Solen, Tom Parkin, Kristen Carmichael Greb. Appreciate you all joining us this Monday afternoon. We'll do it again real soon. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 